Welcome everyone to episode 443 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm well. Today's topic is going to be Temtem Early Impressions. So if if any of you are out of the loop, Temtem is the kickstarted Pokemon-esque MMORPG um, from a company in Spain uh, whose name escapes me at the sec- at the second. I meant to write it down and I completely forgot. So we'll look that up and get that to you. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's on Steam and Early Access right now. Um, so I've been playing that. I probably played, I was telling Will before we started, about 8 to 15 hours probably, or 8 to 10 hours. Um, so this is Early Impressions. I haven't done any of the endgame stuff. Um I all I did, however, have because I've, I've started streaming on for rated G games. So I streamed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, uh, and I did have someone in my chat that was helping me through all the all the stuff, explaining everything to me, which was extraordinarily helpful. So if, nice, you, yeah. if you happen to be listening, hi, Jack, thank you very much for all your info. Uh, it was it was invaluable. It definitely wouldn't have gotten nearly as far as I did without without his help. So uh, very much appreciated. Um. But yeah, so that's that's what we're going to be talking about for our main topic. Will, do you have anything you wanted to use for later on in the episode? Oh man, not really. I've only really been playing World of Warcraft or Fire Emblem Three Houses right now. So nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing new or that exciting. Yeah. Um, outside of Temtem, I'm trying to think of like I played a little bit of Fortnite. Not nothing to mention. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions on my phone. Ooh. Probably not worth talking about that. Well, I when I played it through before, when I beat it, it was all on my phone. Yeah, I, I beat the 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 War of the Lions version, so um, that's the only phone game I can really like stick with, you know? Because it's a full fledged, it's a full full fledged, and it plays pretty well on the phone. I'm surprised, like the touch screen stuff all all works pretty well. So, um, it's a shame that that's not on Steam or uh, Switch, PS4, or should, Switch, or it anything. Should be on the Switch. That would be perfect. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I don't a little Stardew Valley. Nothing, nothing else uh, really to talk about. So we oh we can talk about Warcraft three. Yeah, yeah, we could because there's a lot of a little bit of controversy surrounding that. So yeah, that game did not launch in a in a good state. No, well, Blizzard tends to do that, don't they? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. They people are not happy with the route that they've gone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get into Temtem. So yes, Temtem is uh you can definitely tell the game that it that it draws inspiration from. Um so yeah, instead of them being Pokémon, they're called Temtems. And instead of you capturing them in Pokéballs, you capture them in Tem cards. Tem card is something that looks like a it looks like a floppy disk from way back in the day, you know, the big big uh five inch floppy disks. A little yeah. more little more technologically advanced. Um the game starts off very similar to a Pokemon game. You get woken up by your mom, you go downstairs, it's your it's like it's called something like your your adventuring day. Uh so you go out, you meet the professor, the professor lets you choose your starter. Uh, you battle your you battle your rival right off the bat. Like it's all very much uh, po- a start to a Pokemon game, uh, but they apparently they do flip some of that some of those Pokemon tropes on their heads like later on in the story. Uh, I didn't it... see any of that myself really, um, but I, like I said, I had Hijack explaining to me some of that stuff, and he said that they do flip that over. Um, yeah, fairly often. Does, does the game come off as like kind of childish and whimsical, like Pokemon? Um, 
Or does it seem like a little bit more mature? It seemed, I don't know about more mature. Like the art style is def- definitely like, it's similar. It's a little more cartoony. It's, it's cell shaded. Um, mm-hmm. But there, it does seem to be, or have a fairly deep lore that I'm uh-huh. starting to experience right now. So um, I, so the, the, the part of the game that I completed, I did the entire, the, apparently there's like five islands. I did the f- entire first island. Uh, I beat the dojo at the end, which is kind of like the bo- it's kind of like the gyms in Pokemon. Okay. Um, and then I got the surfboard to start exploring waterways and stuff. So that's that's how far I've gotten. Um, a couple of things that I really like about it is that battles are two v two, so it's not just one poke. You know, there's the occasional those in Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield, but this is all two v two. So even when you battle in the wild against Wild Temtem, uh, it's it's you throw out two. Um, so it's really neat the way you can use strategy in these, uh, cause you know, those battles were obviously a lot more strategic than just the one V one. Um, sometimes when you're against wild Temtem, you do only fight against one. It depends on what pops up in the, in the random encounters, but yeah, it's, it's, it's in a lot of cases, two V two and some of the abilities like, I, and I forget what the name of it is, but they sync with each other. So it'll be a more powerful attack if you have like this type of Temtem in your party while this, you know, this other Temtem is doing doing the attack. So um, question. Yeah. Is there, if I'm interrupting too much, I'm no, don't, stop. no, ask as many questions as you want, because that's going to help help me remember everything I wanted to talk about with it. So with two questions, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the are there different typings to Pokemon? So obviously, there's probably or the Temtems. Wow. Um, is there different typings for them? Like I know there's probably fire, water, grass, but are there anything that kind of branches out a little bit to like different typings or? Yeah. Well, I have the type chart right here, uh, along uh, with the attacks, you know, the, the defenses and stuff. So there's neutral, fire, water. Nature, electric, earth, mental, wind, digital, melee, crystal, and toxic. So crystal's really the only different one in there. All the rest are I would say digital. Digital's yeah, you're right. Digital digital is the other different one. Um mental is probably just psychic. That's right? psychic, yep. Uh toxic is is poison, obviously, but all the rest are neutral is normal. Nature okay. is grass, even though it's not technically grass. grass it's not technically tech totally right it's not totally grass but that's it's well, i got some tech, rock moves technically grass um yeah instead of having earth and rock there's just earth okay so uh a lot of the you know a lot of the ones that you would expect would damage it do uh so you know your your fire is good against nature uh crystal which you wouldn't necessarily know because crystal's different um so your uh let's see water is effective against fire and effective against earth so uh ones you would expect okay. and also effective against digital which is funny because water does ruin electronics it does this is true yeah um my other question is because there are dual battles and that's a big draw to the game are there moves that have synergies with each other yeah I was, that's what i was trying to explain before so um so uh, I'm trying to think of, of an example. So I have I have a Temtem called the Blues, and it's uh it's basically I don't know if it's genetically that that was actually gifted to me too uh, by Hijack, which it, hey. it's one of my top Temtems. So uh, again, appreciated for that. Uh, so yeah, it's it it has a move called was it like it's like a Toxic Bomb or something. And if you have like a, a another Toxic 
Temtem in your party, it'll do that much more damage or add that much more poison, uh, more turns with, with poison into it. So yeah, they do they do synergize, not total too often, but I probably had I probably had three out of the six Temtems in my party that had moves that would synergize with other Temtems in my in my team. But that you know has to be out and active for that to for that to happen. So okay, yeah. But it, it, like I said, it does make it uh, far more strategic than um, than like so, your standard one v one. Also, with battling, is there something? Is there like the PP system with Pokemon? Like you can only use a move a certain amount of times. So in this one, they have it's it's called stamina. So okay. if you if you run out of stamina when you're fighting, it does damage to your to your temtem because they overexert themselves um and then they have to take a turn off after that if they overexert themselves so they can either okay so you so you go into a battle your options are obviously item you can run you can wait or you can uh uh what's the other one oh your attacks obviously um, so yeah, it, you have, you have stamina and each move uses a certain amount of stamina that recuperates after e- every battle too. It also recovers a little bit during the battle. So you, you know, I, I guess it's depending on the stats, how much you recover, but it's, you know, whatever five to 10 will recover each turn, regardless of what happens in the battle. So you got to kind of watch that cause you don't want to knock yourself out cause you're damaging yourself cause you're overexerting your temtem. Um, so there's obviously healing items that, that will recover that, or you can swap them out. And when they're sitting, they'll recover their stamina. So it's, it's not so like one of the cool things about that is when you're, when you're grinding and you're just out hitting the other temtem, the random ones that you're fighting, you just use your most powerful attacks all the time. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to keep either's with you to, to recover your PP like like you do in Pokemon. So that's, that's a, a cool feature. Okay. Uh, I really like that. Uh, one of the things I also like about it too, and I wouldn't have known this without without help, is that. So uh, I don't know if you're watching on the screen, Will. Uh, those in the chat, or this will be on YouTube too, if you want to watch it. But uh, on the bottom right hand side of the screen, it has your six Temtems, uh, and you can drag and drop them. So the first two are the ones that go out when you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you know you don't have to go into the menu to switch them, you just you just drag it and slide it along to a different spot, and it'll it'll. Uh, it'll align them in that, in that manner. So, okay. It's, it's a very, very useful, useful thing. I'm looking at a picture of some of the Temtems. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I I was meant to mention that too. A lot of the designs are very cool. Some of them you could tell are taken. uh, I don't want to say borrowed liberally from, from Pokemon, but you know, you're like, okay, this is the, this is the Temtem for um, uh, Pidgey. Or this is the Temtem for, you know, for whatever. And, and there, there's a few of those. I think I read that the developers of Temtem uh, borrowed some of the rejected designs or fan... I think it was fan-created designs okay. uh, for Pokemon. So I could see that. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thing. It, it, it was actually kind of nice because it gave me some familiarity. So every, like, everything wasn't completely foreign when I went into the game. Yeah, uh, because I didn't want to read too much about it before I uh, before I went into it and started playing it, you know. Um, but at the same time, like there's a lot to it, and uh, without help, uh, yeah, it, it can be overwhelming. Lot, yeah, it could definitely be overwhelming. So, um, so yeah, I as far as how many there are, I want to say there's like, I don't know, seventy five or eighty maybe. Um, 
they're going to add more. There's a bunch of stuff that's going going to get added to the game that's not in the game yet. Uh, and it'll like when when you're playing the game, it'll say like oh, there's a, there's they have, they have signs for for stuff that's going to be added later. Oh, it's WIC work or WIP work in progress. Um, so like they're going to add some more MMORPG elements like uh, player housing is one of the things they're going to be adding. Um, that was one specific one that I did that I did look up that they're adding. So. Yeah, because technically it's uh, in not 1.0. It's probably like what 0.5. Yeah, it's uh, it says on the bottom of the screen once it or is it the top of the screen maybe? Um, once I get out of the menu here in the in the video, it should show. Um, but yeah, every every poke or yeah, I and I kept calling them Pokemon during my stream like repeatedly. Uh, they also have traits, so um, that's like uh, the it's similar to in Pokemon. Um, but yeah, they have a, a trait that'll that'll be beneficial or not beneficial, uh, depending on the trait. So, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I really thought it was really good. Uh, the music in it is is fantastic. I never got tired of the battle music, even though I probably heard it a thousand times. Uh, it seems to be really polished. I haven't had any issues with how it ran. It ran smoothly on my old old as dirt computer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it, I don't know. It's it's a pretty 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 good game for for what it is. Um do you see this being the type of game that'll give Pokémon a little bit of a I don't want to say wake up call, but make Pokémon maybe put out better games? I don't think so. I it's it's too different, I think, and the fact that it's an MMORPG might yeah. scare some people away. Um and the whole online component, you know, I know, especially like for Pokemon Sword and Shield, a lot of the people like that, I will, I'll use Instagram for an example. A lot of people that I follow on Instagram that love Pokemon, I, I can't envision uh, liking this game other than More. to play it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the Pokemon has the whole, you know, the, the, it's a huge brand, you know, like, yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's weird to like learn all this new stuff. I enjoyed that, but. Um, some, some people, people might some not. People, some people might not like might not like that. Yeah. So the version is uh, zero point five point one zero. So yeah, it's point okay. five version. So we're halfway to it being out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no timetable apparently, which I also thought was good, um, because you, you ultimately you never know. You know, you don't want to say, oh, it's going to come out in November and then have it get delayed and uh, have people for, mad for people to get upset about it. Yeah. Um, all right. What are I do have another question. How what are the MMORPG elements like? Um, right. So uh, f- I didn't experience too much of them. There's a few things. The first one is that you see other players running around all the time. Okay. Um, I, I like that a it's, lot. Yeah, it's cool because uh, I saw a lot of really cool looking Temtems. You know, something to aspire to. Like, oh my god, like that thing looks amazing. Like, there's the, some awesome ones. Do the Temtems follow you? Yeah, you're the the leader of your party will follow you. Uh, the only time it doesn't, like when I went in water, if I didn't have one that was flying, it it wouldn't follow me. I can imagine it's the same for a water water type. Okay, you know, water types will follow you, but not not the ground types. But yeah, your your lead one will follow you. Um, so like I said, I, I would see a lot of cool ones, really cool ones on there. Uh, someone I, there's there's shinies in this one too, but they're called Luma. Ooh, uh, Luma. The, apparently, it's a one in one in 6,000 chance to catch one. Wow. Uh, I, I, someone did the math and you have a better chance of 
flipping a coin and getting heads 11 times in a row than you do of getting a Luma, a Luma uh, Temtem. So, but yeah, I did the... see, I did see a Luma Temtem and it looked awesome because they're, they're obviously different colored, but they also have parts on them that glow. Oh, really? It looks incredible. Yeah. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll bring up some pictures um, at some point, but yeah, but they're really Ooh, love... pretty sweet. I love that. That's a cool idea to differentiate it a little bit more because there's some shiny Pokemon that are not that different from there. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I have some shinies in Pokemon Go. Uh, mm-hmm. Pikachu being one of them. It's only it's like a little bit darker than a normal Pikachu. It's kind of yeah. disappointing, especially for how how ubiquitous Pikachu is to, to Pokemon, you know? Yeah, you'd think it'd be a little different. Yeah. So. I was uh, I was breeding some Pokemon today, actually, uh, and my friend was watching. And he's like, oh, maybe like you'll get a shiny snow run. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Uh, but the Pokemon that I was going for is a Frostlass, which evolves from snow, snow run. Okay. And we looked up the shiny, and it's just no different. Oh, really? That's disappointing. It, like, instead of it being bluer, it's a little more pink. Sure. That's it. So. Um, yeah, other, other MMORPG elements. So there is like a, a battle type, uh, you know, a PvP type of thing. I didn't get there that yet. Uh, I, like I said, I talked to Hijack a little bit about that. Um, so that's there. The breeding is a big thing, like Endgame. So breeding for your, for you want to get the the best stats and stuff that you can. He explained breeding to me, but it didn't totally make make sense. I never got too much into the breeding in any of the Pokemon games either. Um, so that was a little bit out of my realm. But yeah, basically, like you know, you have a male and a female. You breed them. The female, the female is the one that has it. So the female's type is the one that matters. Um, so you you want to get fifty for uh, when you're when you catch them. Like you want fifty is like the maximum, like starting stat that you want to get. Uh, so uh, you know the closer you get to fifty for all of them, the better. But fifty is fifty is the max. So you have the greatest potential to get to the cap for the stats. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing. Um, Grouping up, you can group up. Um, I don't know what that entails, too. I didn't, like I said, I didn't try that. Um, but that's why this is early impressions, too. That's not a not a full-on review. Ben, like you're the one on the podcast that has gotten the game, yeah. so you haven't really had a chance to play with any of us to try right, it out. Right, 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 right. Someone, someone offered to help, because I had a lot of trouble with the final dojo or the dojo on the first island. And I had someone pop in that offered to help, but I, I wanted to do it myself at that point. Cause I had already tried it. Like th- I think I beat it on the fourth time and I had tried it twice and got spanked. And then I went back and did some grinding. Um, but yeah, I had someone offer and I was just like, ah, I was like, I'll try to beat myself. Is it fairly grindy? Uh, no, I just didn't really know what I was doing that much. Um, which is, you know, that's that's kind of the case with the, with those types of games. Uh, really, like Pokemon Sword was the first Pokemon game in a while that I didn't like have trouble with. Yeah, the only, that game the, was very. Easy. It was very easy. The only battle I had trouble with was the last one. Mm. So it took me two two times to do that one. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, but for right now, it's uh, I believe it's on sale for thirty bucks. I I ended up getting it. I got a deal through Green Man Gaming. It was it ended up being like twenty eight dollars, uh, and apparently there is fifty to sixty hours of story content. So there's already a lot in there the game? already in the game. There's a lot there wow. there, and they're only adding to it. So uh, if you're interested in it at all, yeah, definitely definitely go for it because it's um, I've I've been impressed with it. 
to say the least. So, do we know? Is it coming out on consoles soon? I believe so. I mean, it is slated to come out on Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Okay. As far as I know. Uh, okay. Let me call up something and see if I can find that for sure. Um, but it is supposed to. Let me look up the Kickstarter. Because I know Xbox started launching early access games too. So I yes. was wondering if they were going to have it. Let's see. Uh, Crema. Crema is the developer for it. Yeah. Kickstarter official Temtem wiki. Um, let's see. Uh, backer rewards. Also, oh, that wasn't on the stretch goals. Also, I'll do Temtem other platforms. Because I, I'm pr- like I'm pretty sure it's coming out to all the platforms. But I want to confirm that. It says Windows. Yeah, I mean, on Wikipedia, it says Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. So, so it'll be out on everything then? Yeah. Yep, it's That's cool. Way. How do you uh, feel about the name Temtem, by the way? I don't love it. I don't either. Um, it says additional plans for future releases for of Temtem on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, I will absolutely buy this game again on Switch. I think it's perfect for that. Uh, it runs, like I said, it runs really well on my computer. That's a bit older, so it should run with no problem on the Switch. And to have an MMORPG on the Switch is also amazing. Yeah. That seems like the perfect console for it. Yeah. Uh, I do have one complaint. It's petty, and I know that no it is, but it's a complaint nonetheless. Uh, so a lot of times when you when you fight fellow tamers, as they're called, uh, they say Temtem up. Like, that's their <laughs> let's fight. And I hate, I hate it. Hate it. Who wrote that? I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, but a lot, a lot of the writing is good, and a lot of the quests are entertaining. Um, yeah. But yeah, Temtem up annoys me every time I see it and Ugh. or hear it. So that's a bad line. Yeah, I don't know if they uh, there's because there's one like older person that you fight that said something uh, really cool. Uh, have at it's like it was like have it your Temtem or something like that. But it, it was much better than Temtem up, and I wish they used that. But they made it a point to say the the character made it a point to say I don't know what you kids are saying. Or they, then she said, like, Temtem up or whatever you kids are saying these days. So she made it seem like it was a ridiculous thing that Say. the kids said that, that that's that's what they were doing. But Temtem up, that's the new Thumbstick Athletes uh, slogan. Yeah. Oh, kitty. Yep. Oh, yeah. Coming up to visit. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's my spiel on it. I, I dig it. It's it's definitely worth $30. Uh, or 35 i think it might be whatever it ends up being but yeah any other questions about temtem will uh no not that i can think of i was just kind of curious on some of the battling typings and mmo aspects to it because those are kind of what differentiates itself from uh from pokemon so yeah i was kind of curious to know yeah i'll be um, interested to see what the other islands are like too um like i said i've only been on the first one uh was, it, was there a theme that you could pick up on uh, so the theme on the first one was it was mostly like, um, mostly like, uh, it was co- like coastal, you know, there's the, the beach type, 
this the city you come or the town you come from is a small like beach community so it's i think its name is zadar uh okay. and then the, the, like you go uh, there's the the capital is like a, a city called Arisola. that's where the college is but that's still like a, that's like a resort town and then there's a town up in the mountains too that that's okay. the final one where the where the dojo was so um so that was that was that but yeah okay. yeah it's good stuff so, uh, incidentally, yeah. you, you mentioning dojos. I think in the newest Pokemon DLC, they have something. They have a dojo. I think is like yeah. I think you're right. I think I remember base. hearing that somewhere. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get some nibble bits, shall we? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Ooh, yeah, I actually have quite a few. Oh, good. Um, let's see. Starting out, uh, kind of going to Pokemon, but Pokemon Sword and Shield, there's going to be a new Max Raid that starts uh, February 6th, so today. And it's going to be a Toxtricity, so uh, check that out. It's a new Gigantamax, I'm pretty sure. It looks pretty cool, too, Dan. I don't know if you saw pictures of it. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, no, it looks that really is, cool. It does look cool. It's like slamming a guitar down, an electric guitar sort of looking thing down, which is pretty cool. Um, it's an electric Pokemon, one of the new Pokemons, one of the cooler designs of, out of the new Pokemons too. So um, those will be the max raid battles. So be checking that out. Uh, after that, uh, Jason Schreier has put out that a new Assassin's Creed and Far Cry game are on the horizon. So Far, Far Cry uh, already, huh? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, but um ubisoft will launch five AAA games between april 2020 and march 2021 including watchdogs legion gods and monsters rainbow six quarantine uh and i'm guessing the other ones are going to be far cry and assassin's creed nothing on splinter cell so uh, i know people are going to be disappointed to hear that because i know there is a dedicated splinter cell fan base but the new assassin's creed is going to be a viking themed um no idea on the new far cry yeah, that's the one I'm most interested in. Like, what are they going to do with Far Cry now? Good thing Eric's not on this episode because he would not be loving the Far, Far Cry. Yeah, uh, I really, I mean, I really dug Far Cry Five. I feel like they need to get back to the, a few like more RPG element stuff in it. Yeah, like, they I feel need like to Far go Cry back to three I, and four. I, yeah, not Far Cry five. Far Cry Three had way more of that stuff than than uh, Far Cry Five. Although I I didn't play New Dawn, so. It was light on RP. It, it was more RPG e, but it was also still light. It wasn't like three and four. Gotcha. I thought three and four were amazing games. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. we're going to be getting. Um, out of you know what's funny? I was looking at this list. The only one out of those four that I'm not interested in getting is Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah. But I'm interested in Watch Dogs, Legions, God and Monsters, obviously Assassin's Creed. I'm probably the most excited for, and then uh, I'm always probably going to get Far Cry. So. Yeah, there's that Metro Exodus comes to Steam this coming week. Uh, that I forgot that it was exclusive. I did too. You know why? So, it's because it's on PC Game Pass. So I completely forgot that it was exclusive. Yeah, there you go. It's coming um, February. Oh, next week. So I think I said this week. But uh, February fifteenth is when it'll be coming. So. Nice. Uh, that's cool. Uh, the Wonderful 101 gets a basically remaster for Steam, PS4, Switch. Um, yeah, so that was those were all. They just wanted to do the the they they did a Kickstarter for that, and 
oh, I forget what the numbers were, but I think like $500,000 was the top one to have it come to other platforms. Um, they were just going to do it for the switch initially, but they, they met the, the stretch goals in like two hours. There's that much of an appetite for the wonderful one-on-one. Yeah, I played it and it was awesome, but I was very much surprised to hear that too. However, I, I'm, I'm assuming that most of the funding was probably from Japan. Yeah, this seems like a game that's bigger in Japan. Yes, than... absolutely. Um, it was really good, um, but I, I love that it's coming to Steam and, and PS4 too. That's awesome because it, it's a it's a good great game. Let's see, it's hit, it's at a million. Yeah, and somebody just now donated to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think five hundred thousand dollars was to get the, like the PS4 uh, version. If they make enough money, do they just make another one? I maybe I, I mean I, I'm of the mindset that you know if you can put re, well, I don't know how much they're doing for remastering it um, but they're also aiming for 60 frames at 1080p on all systems so oh, okay so I have the stretch goals for yes like after the initial so basically 1.5 gets Luca's first mission which is a brand new 2d side-scrolling adventure starring a young hero whatever okay. that means and then 1.75 million, it's going to have um, a remix soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. Featuring special guests, whatever that means, I don't really know. I didn't play. Did you? All right. Who, was Luca a character in the game? I don't remember any, any of the characters' names. Okay. I don't, I don't remember too much about it. I just remember that I thought it was awesome. And you played it. I do remember you really liking the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting, though, because I do, like, saw it was announced that they were doing a Kickstarter, and then it was funded, and I was really surprised how quickly that took. So, uh, next, the Gears of Warhead, Rod Ferguson, leaves to work at Diablo, or work on Diablo at Blizzard. That's an interesting move. Um, probably, with the way Diablo 4 seems to be shaping up, that might be a good move. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Diablo 4 is going to be pretty sweet. I know people are actually excited about it, and everyone kind of really hates Blizzard right now. So There's that. Next, Game Pass gets Final Fantasy 15 and Wolfenstein Youngblood in February. Uh, also games like Child, Children of Mortar are on there. Um, there is some unfortunate subtractions, though, coming up, one of them being Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, oh, okay. That's going to be gone. So I wonder... If that's off Game Pass, even though I have it downloaded, I don't have it anymore, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I, the games with gold are different. I think those are free games that you get to keep, right? Yeah, as long, so. as long as you have them. But I think Game Pass, once it's gone, I don't think you can play it anymore. Boo. I should have probably played that before. but I have it on Steam. That's true. I don't know. If I'm playing something on computer now, it's going to be World of Warcraft. Yeah. I, hate, I hate it. <laughs> I, I hear you. I've already much stopped playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot because if I'm going to set my computer to play anything, it's going to be wow. That's how I'm with Fortnite and Outer Worlds. I'm still still uh, working my way through that too. Ah uh, man, games. This who knew one game would be ruining my whole gaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, and after that, uh, apparently in other countries, EA is upping the price of their games on Steam. Uh, I guess some people like in Brazil have saw SimCity double in price, um, and in Russia, Mass Effect Collection more than doubled. Wow. So the only game that didn't really get affected, I guess, was the Star Wars Fallen Order, which is weird because I figured they'd 
that would be affected too. But well, maybe because that was full price anyway, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, yeah, that's they true. Really raise the price. That's true. Uh, but yeah, there's EA up to their old shenanigans again. Oh yeah. But that's it for me, dude. Okay. Uh, so uh, the first one I have is that the Outer Worlds port, Switch port, is delayed uh, due to coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah, so the company, uh, it's it's Virtuous Games. Um, they have a lot of offices in, in China. It's based in Singapore, but they have a lot of offices in China. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, they delayed the game so that, you know, they could have have uh give the give the developers enough time to finish the game and you know stay healthy instead of risk dying yeah so um yeah actually the the wonderful 101 kickstarter was one i definitely wanted to talk about so i'm glad you brought that up i don't think i have anything else uh carcass carcassone and ticket to ride are free right now on the epic game store um, I, I say this every time they have new games, just download it and, and, and get those games on your account. So those Build the no, library. No reason not to. There's, they're free games. So, uh, free games, no strings attached. You just add them to your, add them to your cart and get them for free. So, uh, let's see. I'll try to find one more thing to talk about. Um, Luigi's Mansion three developers uh they're apparently not going to do any more single player story dlc it's just any of their dlc is going to be multiplayer so that's a little bit disappointing i still have to finish luigi's mansion 3 uh and it's quite good but i would love to see more single player story stuff and not multiplayer stuff because i haven't played the multiplayer that's a surprising move yeah i thought so and that's all i have so will how was your week yeah, it was good, Dan. Uh, I worked a lot the last week, which was good because I needed money, even though I was a very slow serving week. It was very frustrating. I think I told you guys between last Tuesday, Sunday, and this Tuesday, I had five total tables for working like probably close to 20 hours. So uh, that's never good. I do have an interview for another serving job tomorrow. So oh, I'll nice. have two, two jobs if I end up getting that one, which will be good because i am not making enough money to sustain out here unless i uh work two jobs so okay. uh that's gonna be good uh i also don't like kind of being lazy all day too it's hard to I break just... that once you get into that routine yeah because i was only working one day a week at the job that i got hired with out here so when I'm in the groove of working, I have no problem going into work. But when I'm not in the groove, I really dread going into work. Yeah. So just like Sunday would roll around, I'd be like, oh, God, I have to go into work. Yeah, that so, sucks. So it's going to be good to hopefully be working a lot more. So um, and I, like I said, I've already started working more at the other job. So it's going to be good. I'll be busy again, which is what I need. Because mm-hmm. um, then I'll have money to buy video games again. Nice. Mm. Did my tax. I did my taxes the other day, like by myself for the first time ever. I'm adulting over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Really, honestly, nothing interesting. Just kind of putzing around out here currently. So nice. What's new right. with you, Dan? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, as I said, I started streaming on Twitch for Rated G Games. Uh, I decided to switch it up from making youtube videos to live streaming Mm. just because i'm i'm more used to that 
you know, as we've done this podcast for how many years and, you know, I don't, Forever. I never streamed a lot on the thumbstick athletes, but we, we would stream stuff occasionally. And then we would do the, the, um, uh, what's its face, the, the extra life live streams, you know, and I always, I always had fun with that. You know, I, you don't get a lot of feedback, especially when you're starting out YouTube, I'm still going to do stuff on YouTube, um, but I, it's not going to do be let's plays as much. Um, but right, right now I'm just trying to mainly iron out a schedule. I know I'm going to be doing Monday and Tuesday nights, and then I think I might want to do like a Friday night co-op night. And then my plan is to have like a Saturday morning stream too, where I, I'll call it Saturday morning cartoons and do, and do like, you know, stream cartoony type games. Um, so yeah, like if that, it, yeah, if anyone's interested in, in, uh, following me, it's just rated G games on Twitch. Um, it's it's been fun, yeah. I, I did. A, I actually streamed from nine until two in the morning on Monday. Oof. Yeah, because uh, I was playing Temtem. I played Temtem those three nights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but yeah, definitely Monday, Tuesday, probably a Friday. Like I said, I want to do a Friday co-op night where either you know me and my son play Fortnite or I play something with the wife, or if one of you guys wanted to play play games on Friday nights. Um, yeah, it is still going to be a family friendly channel. So any games I play are going to be family friendly games. Uh, some T rated games, as long as the content in it is is not not bad, not uh, crude. Yeah, so no swearing, Eric. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I have to have a mute button for Eric. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it was fun. Like I said, I had a few people in talking to me about Temtem on my my three nights that i streamed it so it's it's just a lot easier to do that because that you know i have some something to interact with rather than just talking to myself yeah. the entire time that 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 gets hard on youtube videos uh like i said i'm still going to do the youtube videos but it's probably going to be like once a week and it won't be a let's play uh i think my first idea for youtube is going to be uh, i'm going to play super mario brothers and, and talk about how it holds up in 2020 as compared to like a more modern but pixelated like platformer so mm-hmm but uh you know i don't know when i'm gonna when i'm gonna do that i don't have a lot of time for anything so you know how that goes yeah or it's weird like we just get busier the older we get (laughs) yeah i hate it you get busier but you also get more productive uh if i had been if i had been as productive in my 20s as i am now we'd be millionaires Wow. Yes, I w- I would be in a much better financial position if I was <laughs> as productive now as I was in my twenties. The my house would be just a disaster area. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, oh, I feel like I had something else to talk about. And the cats, the cat was uh, was fun when I was streaming because she kept like walking in front of the monitor when I was trying to play and her tail would go across the <laughs> webcam and she would climb on the back of the chair and like, you know, bat at my headphones. Yeah. Being a cat. Cats. Yeah. The, whereas the dog, when he comes down here, he just comes down here and lays at my feet and keeps my feet warm. So <laughs> <laughs> they are very different. Yeah. Um, anything else new? We've got to take a look at the game release schedule and figure out what sort of stuff we're getting because I know it's changed drastically. Uh, maybe we'll do that at the end of the episode. Yeah, we can talk it over. So, uh, Will, do you want to talk about what you played? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. My, I hate that my roommate got me into this game so much. <laughs> uh, 
for people who have played it, I started doing, there's this thing called allied races that they added to World of Warcraft. So not only are there the core races that are like, so I play Horde, so it's like Orc, Troll, Undead, uh, Blood Elf, yada, yada, yada. They added variants to that, basically. Uh, so one of the variants to the allied, or the Horde races is a Nightborn which is basically like a dark elf, but they're yeah. pretty cool, have a really interesting story. So I was like, Ooh, I want to unlock that. This is my first experience with just going through the monotony and grind of trying to do anything in an MMORPG. Uh-huh. So what you had to do, like, for every faction there is in the game, there's this, like, corresponding rep that you have to get, reputation. So I had to do the entire storyline for the Suramar story, for that, which is where the Nightborn are from. So I did that for like probably 30 hours worth of content. Oh, wow. On top of that, I had to get my rep with Exalted. So every quest you do, you fill up your like rep. So Exalted the highest tier it can go. Um, so I had to do that, finish the entire story. And I was playing a, a, a character class that I didn't really care about. I picked a Shaman just because I level boosted one of my characters because I had two of them. And it was just not much fun. They kind of gate you out of being able to fly, too. Because uh, when you get to a specific level, uh, your mount can fly. But I was technically playing... Do you remember the expansion Legion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, that was the expansion that I was playing. Um, I was doing that, but because I didn't have the specific Legion achievements, I couldn't fly on my mount. So... I couldn't get to anything easily, ever. So that was a real bummer, but I eventually got it the other day, and I was really pumped. It took like a week and a half for me to do, but I got it, unlocked the class, so I've been playing a little bit of the Nightborn along with my Undead Hunter. I really like it. It's really cool. Um, so I've really just been playing a lot of World of Warcraft, unfortunately. It's kind of ruining my play of other games. Yeah, MMORPG so problems. Yeah, definitely, because, like, I started playing games like Odyssey, Skyrim, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Star Wars Fallen Order, Borderlands, but they all kind of, like, aren't being played as much because of World of Warcraft. Yeah. So, never thought I would like it. I do kind of want to play Final Fantasy XIV more than World of Warcraft, though. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of thinking maybe I'd end up doing that. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah. So. Uh, but i did that i've been doing um uh what's it called fire emblem three houses i started kind of picking that back up so i've been playing the last couple nights a little bit uh i'm only on chapter four right now uh but i'm doing my golden deer playthrough uh that game's still fantastic i I love that game um i really want to play black eagles though route again Uh, another black eagles playthrough yeah, like, it's funny. I thought the story for the Blue Lions was just infinitely better than the Black Eagles, but I still have a, more, a bigger soft spot for the Black Eagles, and I yeah. want to play that. I also want to see if they added anything to that story. So I think by the time that I get to the point where I can do Black Eagles again, all the DLC will, like, officially be out. So right. um, that'll be a good time for me to kind of go back and replay the first route that I ever played. So Because um, I don't think I'm going to do the, the siding with the other faction. <laughs> Again, I think I'm gonna side with Edelgard. Yeah, I don't. I, I just can't envision myself uh, betraying Edelgard like that. No, I don't want to at all. Yeah. So, 
Um, that's kind of my plans for that game, playing other stuff. It's kind of good that nothing's not coming or nothing's really coming out until Animal Crossing. I think. Yeah, and that's a month and a half, I think, still. Yeah, end of March. So I have a lot of time to play some stuff. Yeah, that's God. that's my goal, too, uh, is is finishing games that I've started, um, which is not going very well. No, so <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know, not enough time in the day. As I get older, the more I'm like, man, if I could sleep four hours a night and get the full benefit of like eight, I think I would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But um, I guess the main thing that I've been playing was Warcraft. Well, not the main thing. I only played a little bit of it, but it was Warcraft three. Uh-huh. Um, people are not happy with that game. Yeah. What's you. what's the story? Uh, let me get, I should have did this earlier, uh, an article for this that'll kind of break down why people are not all that happy. Uh, long story short, Blizzard's offering refunds now, no questions asked if you've played it, like, depending on how many hours, you just, if you want to return it, you can just return it. Yeah. Um, for example, it's got 1.3 stars out of five. Uh, it was crap. below a one percent or below a one on Metacritic and Open Critic at one point by the fans. Uh, I mean, the game Warcraft Three is Warcraft Three still, so like it still reviews well as a game. But a lot of things that they promised were uh, like the first thing that I noticed when I played it, Dan, was the character models are like up res and look good but it's against the washed out backgrounds okay so like it's like these new models against the terrible looking terrain from the old game uh-huh. so it doesn't look right in my gotcha. opinion uh, i think it looks bad it's, it's grading it's grading yeah okay also mind you um the old ui is still in the game uh-huh. and it's bad because it came out in 2000 yeah so, like, seeing the old UI and trying to play it with these up-res character models just doesn't look good or right at all. Um, so, uh, it there's a lot of things missing. They're going to redo the campaign with, like, some extra missions, extra content, um, new cutscenes, stuff like that. None of that really got done to the game, too. Uh, all that's missing there's not things like clans or like whispering stuff like that. Uh, there's just a lot of things missing from it. And a lot of the things that they were promised weren't in there. So people are rightfully upset because they did advertise that the game was going to be having all this stuff and it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so people are not too thrilled about it. I, they put out a statement that they're going to be working on fixing the game to make it better. Uh, so on and so forth. And I, I was going to do a refund, but I kind of like, well, you know, I'm playing all these other games right now. I'm okay with kind of messing around with the campaign, like how the game was, um, and just kind of waiting until they put everything in there. Because I do think ultimately all that stuff that they said that they're going to do, they're going to end up doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it didn't get done. I'm wondering if things are not going good internally. I don't know if that's that. The Activision influence. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, so it seems I, like they they rushed it. Yeah, hundred percent. It is one hundred percent rushed, and I don't know why. Yeah, it didn't need to. I I don't know. They already delayed it once, so I don't know what happened. Because even the gameplay that they showed off at BlizzCon, whenever it was, was the year that the Diablo Immortal thing happened. Oh 17, yeah, yeah. Seventeen, eighteen. 
Yeah. Like it looked good, but this one does not look good. Huh. So yeah, a lot of people are very, very angry at Blizzard right now because of it. So interesting. Um, like I said, I I do think ultimately they're gonna add all that stuff, but again, they shouldn't have to when it was already promised. Yeah. So I definitely have been telling everybody to avoid getting it right now just because like no bueno. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to that one. I wasn't going to buy it immediately, and I'm I'm glad I didn't because, yeah. You'll be able to get it cheaper here pretty soon. Nice. Okay. Which is always good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, those are the three things that I've been playing, really. Um, kind of boring, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a lot to talk about either. Um, you know, I already talked about Temtem. That's the main thing I played this week. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. I obviously don't need to talk about that. We've talked about that game to death. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to get back into my Stardew Valley cause I played a ton of Stardew Valley over like winter break. Um, when, when my kids were all sick and I needed something mentally relaxing. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to finish cause I only have, I just hit winter of year two. So I only have to get through winter to, to get to the, to the quote unquote end. Um, you know, where, where your grandfather evaluate, I'm not going to spoil it for those that haven't played it, but yeah, yeah, something happens. Something happens at the end of, uh, at the start of year three, and uh, so that's you know I just want to get get to that can, point. Can you go b- past that? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you, I think you, I'm pretty sure you could play it indefinitely. Okay, I thought so, but yeah, uh, I I I know what on my first farm on PC I went a little bit past that, but um, like my farm that I started when I first got it on Switch, I didn't. I don't think I made it. I think I only made it to fall year two so this game i've gone farther uh almost 60 hours worth of stardew valley uh just on this farm alone and that's without my other farm and then the one the one me and Corey did uh when we did extra life last year so i had a lot of a lot of stardew valley time on my switch um, but, but i'm, I'm trying yeah i'm trying to still trying to like i said finish stuff off um that's why because uh, there i think was was it one of the kotaku guys was like, yeah, I decided this year I'm just going to play one game at a time. I'm going to beat that game and then I'm gonna move on to another game. Like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't like having 100 games that I'm juggling like I'm juggling right now. You know, I still have stuff I have to beat. That's one of the reasons why I was I wanted to, like, get through Pokemon Sword. I, I got through that, you know, um, not because I just want to run through it, but because I don't like leaving stuff undone or or or, or, or juggle 10 games like I am now. I mean, there's just so many things coming out that you want to play. And if you're trying to play all of it at once, like you just don't end up finishing any of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm only about a month away from Stardew Valley. If I put another, you know, three to four hours in, I should have, have that beat. And I'll, I'll put Stardew Valley down again for a little while. Um, because, you know, I, I bought Gris uh, at the end of last year that I want to play. That's a short platformer. So I want to, you know, I want to get into that and, and you know, like I said, finish off other stuff. So, do you have a plan on what you're going to do next after Temtem? Well, for you... I, yeah, I'm what... probably not going to play more Temtem for now. Maybe a little bit. Just let um, it, uh, it's, yeah, marinate. it's going to be like I said. It's going to be mostly trying to finish stuff off. Uh, for for on stream, um, I'm not really sure. I'm I like I said, a lot of it's going to be going through games that I have. Um, but I'm also going to do like not necessarily uh game stuff 
Uh, I'm also thinking about having like a tech stream where I, cause I, I have a raspberry Pi, which Ooh. is the little compute, little computer here. Let yeah. Me get it over here. It's a little computer. It's in this box. It's about the size of a credit card. Yeah. And I'm going to build a retro games console out of it. Yeah. yeah so i'm gonna do a stream for that i figured like because i've been building so many computers too like i'll probably just stream myself building a computer one at one point mm-hmm. um because i build i you know i do probably two a week at least so um i also want to do as uh like a science tech or science project one two streams but that's future plans it's but but Homestuck Athletes is becoming more than video games, Dan. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's, for me, I think growing rated G games is going to help in growing Thumbstick Athletes because I think Thumbstick Athletes is at a point where, like, we, we don't necessarily know what to do with it, you know? Outside, oh, yeah. the, po- outside the podcast. Like, the podcast is going to be the podcast no matter what, but outside of that, um, you know, when we want to grow the podcast, but I, I feel like the best way for me to do that is, you know, do the rated G games and then, like, oh, yeah, I also do thumbstick athletes podcast because i I, you know yeah exactly so yeah uh we we, i have also we've talked about this before too but i do want to slightly rebrand a little bit too um because we you know for the longest time we were the consumer reports of gaming coverage but i don't i don't necessarily feel like we fill that role anymore no because we're that was when we were buying most new games and playing most new games and we don't really do that anymore yeah, there's no time. So I, I, I mean, it's not going to change our content other than you know we, it's just a slight rebranding. But that's something I have to work on with Corey. So at you some guys point, are the, the business people behind the, <laughs> well, behind the scenes. I don't know about that, but uh, at least you know we we try to be. So <laughs> fake it enough. Yeah. Uh, where was I? I totally lost my train of thought there. Uh, we're talking about things that you're planning on playing. Oh yeah, we're in what we played. Um, farts. I swear there's something. Oh, I mean, I like we play Mario Party and Smash Brothers fairly consistently. I played Byleth. Byleth, what do you think? Byleth is awesome. Yeah, I love Doesn't the. Up- it annoy you that people were hating? Yeah, I love the up B. That's fantastic. Yeah, right. The up B <laughs> attack is. A- it's worth it alone for the uppy attack. It's it's fantastic. Like honestly, you can pull off. I don't know if you noticed this, Dan, but if you got somebody at the perfect angle and you use your uppy and you hit them with it, you do your recovery. Fling, yeah, you fling also, them down. You throw them down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, for those that don't know, the, the uppy attack for Byleth sends out uh, the 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 sword that that she has in my case, and. Uh, it draws you into your opponent and you like kick them down yep. and it's, it's fantastic. And I love it. So I mean, Byleth's recovery is borderline broken. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's really, you can be basically at the blast zone and still recover. Okay. Yeah. It's I, I, good. I had, I had trouble like getting to a consistent, uh, to where I could recover consistently with Byleth. Really? Yeah. Um, you can also wall jump with it too. If you can't make it all the way up, you can connect it and try to wall jump back. Okay, up. I did use it a couple times to get back onto a a, a ledge, uh, but I didn't like. I didn't feel like it was accurate every time. Like I feel like I missed a few times. You, 
do need to be facing the correct way. That's one right. thing I did notice because if you're not, you're just gonna throw it, it out, out. Yeah, the wrong and way. And you can't yeah. recover after that, right? Yeah, you're pretty much done for. Yeah. Okay. So that, so that that was that was my issue then. Did I talk about Byleth at all? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was on for that episode. No, no, because uh, we talked about it last week. I hadn't played Byleth yet, and it, Eric was on last week, so. Because I hadn't, didn't get to what we played yet in the, that episode, because I haven't been able to listen to much podcasts. I did listen to the main segment. But yeah, no, I was annoyed by the Backlash Byleth guy. I think Byleth is a very unique character within yeah. the game. So. And and we were you know we were talking about it. You have to have a three houses character in there. You just have to. Yeah, there was no way that wasn't going to happen. I'm surprised people were surprised that we got five, uh, three houses character. That game was yeah. a one of the best Switch games of the year. Yeah. And one I, I one I want to revisit is Fire Emblem Three Houses because I have to do my 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 Blue Lions playthrough. So. Yeah. I think That'll it's uh. I don't get the the backlash of it. Well, I guess I get the backlash of it, but I think people need to chill out about that. Yeah, chillax. The whole um, continent is on fire, and you were mad because there's a couple extra Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's all I have. I don't. I don't believe I've I've played anything else. My my son's back into Minecraft again, so he's been monopolizing. Oh my god! So between my daughter playing uh, Mario Party. I, oh, I did want to talk about this. I meant to talk about this during my week. So you remember how I talked to you about how Mario Party would not work on the Switch Lite? Yeah. It does work on the Switch Lite. You just have to pair uh, half a Joy-Con to it. Okay. Um, because she she monopolized my Switch for like two weeks playing Mario Party on it. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I'm glad we got her her own and she can't use it to play the game she most wants to play. And she's taking yeah. mine again, so I can't play it. Um, but yeah, well, you just have to pair a Joy-Con to the Switch Lite and it works fine. So she's been back on her own Switch, but my son, uh, my son's been playing Minecraft on the Xbox and monopolizing the TV for hours on end. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to probably within the next few months, we're going to get a second TV in our living room because like it's, you know, people like the twins want to watch something, but there's fights over the TV. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, <laughs> it's annoying. You just yeah. don't want to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to have everybody be happy. Yep. So that's all. Uh, let's do some feedback, shall we? Yeah. All right. So we got one from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, I understand why you gave the game to Tito. Yeah. Sorry about that, Jake, but had to, right? Yeah. Uh, now Far Cry New Dawn pissed me off, so I deleted it. I had the best shit and not sure if it was a glitch, but my weapons did zero damage. So I deleted it, but I started Far Cry Primal, and I will stand by this game because it's awesome. I'm also trying uh, Indiv- Indivisible, and it's a cool side-scrolling RPG. Well, thanks, guys, and have a great night. Was I the only one that played Far Cry Primal? Yeah, I tried it and didn't really care for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I played Far Cry Primal. I I actually really really liked it. Um, it felt weird to play a Far Cry Far Cry game where you didn't have like super overpowered weapons. Yeah. So that took some getting used to. Um, but once I got used to it, it was fine. And even like the bows and stuff that you can make and and spears and whatnot, like it felt cool as you like upgraded them. You know. Uh, it was it was definitely a unique setting that i liked so so i did i did like that game uh and what was the other thing he said 
for some reason i closed it indivisible yeah excuse me what's i don't i'm not even sure what indivisible is excuse me man i have the hiccups familiar with it but vaguely i'm gonna look it up right now indivisible rpg oh i don't i'm not familiar with this one it's on the switch which i like um, all right, let's let's call up the video. Indivisible RPG from the creators of Skullgirls. Okay, I know of Skullgirls. This is their Indiegogo page that I'm calling up. If anyone's wondering, let's play a play a video. Indiegogo. Here. Um, hey, what cat? What are you doing? <laughs> Being a cat. Yep. There. She can get some camera time. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm playing the the video right now. Hello, kitty friend. For it. Uh, where else were we? Oh, that's everything. Rose looks like Pris. Yeah, she does very much so. Uh-huh. Um, and he said he'll. Oh, Far Cry Primal standby because it's awesome. Also trying Indivisible. I wonder where Indi- where he's playing Indivisible. Is that that's not on Game Pass, is it? it is yeah developed by lab zero games i want to see some gameplay in this video not a trailer oh there we go that looks cool i i actually like that it looks like a, it's like a sky side scrolling like rpg mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna have to i'll take a look at that one jake that's a that's a good suggestion so uh so that means jake wins our our game uh, giveaway game giveaway congrats yeah all right, let me. Where? Okay, so I will call up the game giveaway stuff. Uh, random number generator. And I did get caught up. I sent out all the games that we owed people. Wow, you did? Yes, Heck yeah, I did. Dan. Uh oh no, Tito, we owe. Oh, did Tito say what he wanted? We owe Tito I think he was, game still. I think he was going to decide. I don't know. That's if he right. That's though. right. Yeah, I don't know if he contacted us yet. All right. So Jake is the winner. Okay. Game one. Game one, Dan, is 102. 102. 102 is G-O-D Factory Wingman. Hmm. Don't know that one. 115. 115. Hammer Watch. Six. Six. Six is the Banner Saga. Wow. Not a bad list so far. <clears throat> 107. Uh, let's see. Six. 107 is. Revolver 360 Reactor. And the last one. 22. 22 is Neighbors from Hell Compilation. So your choices are Neighbors from Hell Compilation, uh, Revolver 360 Reactor, Banner Saga, uh, Hammer Watch, and god factory i'm not sure if that's god factory or god factory wingman so 
let us know what you want, Jake. We'll get that to you as soon as possible. I'd like to keep up on this and not get like, you know, six, eight weeks behind. Um, so yeah, let us know what you want. Uh, Will. Yes. Let's take a look at the release schedule. Yeah, let's do it. Real quick. Um, yeah, because I don't think we have any ideas for a topic for next week. We'll have something, obviously. All right. Let's see here. 2020 game releases. Oh, there we go. All right. So we're in February, correct? Yep. All right. Uh, Yakuza 5, which is, seems like it's been out like 900 different times. Yeah. Oh, Damon, uh, Damon X Makina is coming out for PC. I forgot. That was one of the nibble bits I wanted to use. That was the Nintendo Switch game. Uh, I like that that's coming out on PC. That's one I would probably like to play more on PC. It's because it's a, like a third-person mech shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously keyboard and mouse for me on that one. So I'm I'm interested in that one, definitely. I don't know if I'll... I'm not going to get it right away, but... Yeah, at least wait a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of interested in Rune Factory 4 special. Okay. But probably not getting that one. Right. Uh, Metro Redux on the Nintendo Switch on the 28th of February. That's crazy. I heard about that, but I forgot about it. Yeah, I didn't know it was coming out so soon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I won't get it, but because I I have it on PC. And it's on the Game Pass, but I think it's on both PC and Xbox Game Pass. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's an early March possibility for me. I would like to play Ori in the Blind Forest first, but this is the second one. Yes, okay. uh, and that's uh, that's Switch and Xbox One. So let's see. I mean, Neo Two for the PS4, Mystery Dungeon, but I'm Pokemon. not going to get that. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Uh... Didn't Doom Eternal get delayed? That's not coming out March 20th anymore, is it? I think it might be March 20th. Okay. Because it got delayed from November or something like that. Oh, I think you're right. I think this is the new release date. Unless they did push it back more. Well, yeah, I think I think that is the actual release date. Okay. Um, that's a big release date because Animal Crossing is coming out that day. So I won't be getting Doom Eternal right, right off the bat. Yeah, definitely um, going to get it. And then Doom 64 is coming out on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One. I might get that one. I think uh, Reefer would be remiss if I didn't throw a shout out to Trails of Cold Steel 3. He's been playing the Trails oh, of the Sky series. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. And now he's starring Cold Steel right now. So um, that's coming out. Uh, so that's going to be a game he's going to be interested in for sure. Yeah, I know Reefer had uh, Temtem on his wish list too. So. Okay. I'm sure Reefers listen to this, so uh, yeah, I would say I would say just do it, Reefer. It's good. Get it. <laughs> uh, I I'm also instantly getting Persona Five Royal. So, yep. so basically, I'll be getting New Horizons, Persona Five Royal. I am interested in Langrisser One and Two. Okay. Because I guess that's like a Fire Emblem Tactics game. Uh, and then we got the Final Fantasy remake. Oh, that's right. Here's Tactics uh last of us so really i'm looking at for me two definite buys uh in march and april and that's it yeah that's pretty cra- much that's crazy because I, I we we've talked about it but if i feel like in years past there's been a bunch of games that have come out in february 
Well, they were all there, and then they all got delayed. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting uh, Animal Crossing, obviously, and then Minecraft Dungeons, which is t- to be announced in April. Those are the only definites for the for through April that I'm going to be getting. Well, we have no excuse to not play and beat these games now, right? I know. I've got I've got so much time. May doesn't really have anything that I'm going to get. Um, Wasteland 3 might come might be on Game Pass. So, well, no, that's Deep Silver. I must be thinking of something else. Last of Us Part 2, I don't have a PS4. New World is a maybe. That's the MMORPG from Amazon. I was going to ask what that was. It reminds me of Secret World for some reason. Yeah, no, that's... that's uh, It's... Like uh um oh what the heck is it the Age of Exploration, MMORPG, okay. so it's a little bit like Greedfall. Oh okay yeah, and that like September is Cyberpunk on the seventeenth like that's There's no it's gonna have to fill out big time cause... yeah there will be indies in there too that I'm sure we're gonna want to get uh but usually for indies for me like I I wait to hear like you know, the games media start talking about, oh my God, this indie's amazing. Like, I didn't know anything about Celeste until yeah. it came out and it was like, oh my God, this game's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it came out and it was amazing, so. Let's look at the unscheduled releases real quick. Because I know there's games like Silk Song that are coming out, uh, Axiom Verge 2, Bravely Default 2, to Switch. Oh, that's right. I forgot like Bravely I... Default 2. Is that going to be this year? I think so. Oh, Crusader Kings 3, that's trouble. That is truffle. <laughs> um, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh man, that's hmm. that'll be out. Yeah. Oh, but then we have uh, stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn supposed to be coming to PC. That's that I'll buy that immediately when it comes on when it, if and when it comes out on PC. Yeah, Rune Factory Five, which is another game people care about. Uh. The SpongeBob game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, honestly, there's not. Wait, Watchdog Legions never even got a new release date. No, I thought it did. Okay, that would be a good one for the summer, especially if there's nothing else releasing around it. I would bet a lot of money that that'll be like a June, July. Yeah, that'd game. Be good. That'd be a good time for that game to come out. It's with no competition. I bet that game does really well. I was already thought that was one of the best games of the most previous E3. So yeah, absolutely. That's that was definitely the most surprising for me because I'm like, like Watchdogs, but that yeah that seems awesome. I've done nothing but make it a point to hate that series for no reason. Yeah. So yeah, no, it looks awesome. They won me over. All right. So yeah, there is not a lot of new games coming out on the horizon that we're gonna that we must buy. Yeah, which is good. That saves us money, and like you said, it gives us time to finish stuff. Um, but then we also have to come up with ideas for uh, more evergreen content. So, That's true. Like for next week. Yeah, like for next week, exactly. Um, but yeah, we're smart. We'll come up with something good. Oh yeah, we'll have we'll have we'll have a topic. So uh, that's everything, right? Well, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode four forty three of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm um, well. Thanks for listening and get out of my base. One, two, three, four.